Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, May 3rd. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Playfly Sports has acquired the Aspire Group. No deal terms were disclosed, but the move comes after Playfly raised a significant amount of money in Q4 of last year from Monroe Capital and Midcap Financial, with the express intent to fund near-term acquisitions that bolster our core business and to look at new categories. Aspire will slot into Playfly's new game day division. Former Big Ten Commissioner Jim Delaney joins D1 Ticker and connects Kristen Urkel to discuss the announcement of new Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti, factors contributing to the spate of new commissioners and a new NCAA president who come from outside college athletics, strategic steps aspiring commissioners could take to build experience in the current landscape and more. Delaney explains that media expertise is a hireable skill, and given the increasing importance of media rights as a revenue stream, Delaney notes it makes sense that university presidents would seek leaders with that expertise. At the same time, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey and ACC boss Jim Phillips are seasoned veterans who have their own experiences and really can obtain the kinds of expertise that is necessary in managing media, both the implementation and the preparation for future changes. At the NCAA level, I think Charlie Baker was a great hire. We're at a time where Washington matters, where legislatures matter, and he has probably as strong a set of credentials in that area as I've ever observed, a Republican governor in a Democratic state, elected, effective and respected. Rhode Island AD Thor Bjorn in a video presentation for trustees last month, highlighted the shoddy conditions of some of URI's athletic facilities. At Mead Stadium, for instance, Bjorn noted the press box is insufficient and not ADA-compliant while a large portion of the bleachers have had to be covered due to fire code issues. Bjorn also says the track is unusable as the asphalt needs to be torn out and redone. We haven't utilized this facility in close to 30 years. The track's been condemned, and I have to say, our track programs are some of the most successful programs we have here. There are additional sensitive issues at the throwing area for track and field, as well as at the softball field. We talk a lot about the greatness, but our facilities are in such disrepair that it makes it very hard to try to attract the best possible students that can compete for us. Board of Trustees Chair Margot Cook adding, The video is an accurate representation of the poor conditions of some of our athletic facilities and we've asked the state to include support for those facilities in this year's budget. United Athletic Conference Executive Director and Altius Sports Partners Chairman Oliver Luck To SBJ's Michael Smith on the unexpected ways NIL has evolved, I didn't expect these organized third-party companies, some not-for-profit, basically doing the legwork for the athletes. I thought that there would be a massive infusion of agents instead. There's no transparency at all. And a real marketplace can't develop appropriately and have fair market value estimations without data. It's shocking that we're in 2023, the age of big data and, you know, we see nothing. Now that Nebraska has sold out Memorial Stadium for a volleyball match later this year, the Omaha World Herald's Tom Chatel wonders if this will be the start of a trend, pointing to Oklahoma softball head coach Patty Gasso's recent suggestion that her team could play in Memorial Stadium. Chatel also notes Wisconsin volleyball head coach Kelly Sheffield retweeted ESPN's post about NU's sellout and asked Huskers head coach John Cook if the Badgers, who toppled NU's regular season attendance record last year, could be planning a rebuttal. Cook commenting, I have no idea. They're going to Milwaukee, Pfizer Forum, to play a match. I've heard Texas wants to play in Texas Ranger Stadium. It will be interesting to see if this gets into a one-up contest. 
I only heard from one Big Ten coach and he said, this is awesome, way to go for it. You probably won't hear from any other coaches but I just wanted to let you know this is great, great for the sport and great for the girls. Collegiate Sports Connect reviewed the aggregate compensation data of industry professionals to gauge pay expectations and demands in the talent market. The data comes from Connect users who have provided a salary expectation and list marketing as one of their primary responsibilities. It indicates that expectations range on average from around $44,000 starting out to $143,000 with over 15 years of experience. Some takeaways from the data, as with development professionals, earlier career professionals maintained similar expectations across their cohort, while the gap and standard deviation in salary expectations increased significantly starting with professionals with 10-plus years of experience. The standard deviation between those two cohorts jumps from $26,000 to $46,000. On average, marketing compensation expectations appear to be approximately 11% below development expectations, ranging from around 7% behind for those with 15-plus years of experience to around 14% behind for those between 1 and 6 years of experience. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, May 3rd. We'll see you back.